When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following program is rated TV MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, violence, and nudity. It is intended only for mature audiences. Hi, Scout. Hi, babe. How, How are, are you? you? <laughs> jinx, jinx. I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing so good. I I just got out of a yoga class. I'm having so a really, jealous. thank you. I'm having a difficult time because I usually do HPF, which is like a set flow. So it's always the same every time I go. What does um, HPF stand for? Um, hot power, hot power hot fusion. Power, yeah. Yes. Okay, got it. Yeah. So I usually take that and it's the same sequence, but I was like, well, now that I got this movie in Thailand and I play and I read the script and I'm like a I I'm like a professional like scuba diver and pretty much the entire movie is me in a bikini. I was like, fuck me, of course it is. Like right after the holidays <laughs> when I'm like just now getting on to my New Year's kick. You know, it's it takes me like three weeks to like get right. back into shape right. and feel good. And of course I'm like I have so much shit going on, like three days at Disney for a bachelorette party and oh I know I'm going to eat like shit and then yes. I went yesterday to Disneyland so I ate like shit and I'm like fuck oh you're making it harder for yourself oh t- completely but like my body is like you know it's it's a lot harder now as you get older to get back to you know your your what you want your body to look like it takes longer now Rather you than think? like, I know, but it just sucks. I remember it when it sucks. I, I remember when it was like three, four days, and I'm like, okay, I'm good. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm back. 
Britney's I was back. never like that. Even at even in my twenties, I was never like I needed really? to be consistent. It really was about the like the consumption of food for me. Like yeah. I just really needed to eat healthy. I mean, and I and I worked out so much I allowed myself to have my treats though. Like I wanted to have French fries, so I wouldn't yeah. like, deprive myself of that of that yeah. stuff. I would just eat earlier and be more if I wanted pasta, I would have it for breakfast. Like just just trying to like totally figure out what worked for me. Yeah. And that and that's what I'm doing. I mean, you know, like everybody knows my gut health. I'm just like still trying to figure out what works for me. And I've completely like got rid of pescatarian. So I'm now trying um, chicken. So trying to do that sort of stuff Wait, at night. I'm confused. You were a pescatarian? Yeah, I was pretty much a pescatarian and I would eat meat every so often. Oh. When like I was run down, like my 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 blood type needs meat. Okay. <laughs> unfortunately, but meat processing meat is not is not the greatest. So I but red meat. So now I'm trying and I'm not like a fan of fucking chicken, so I've never like been like, let me just do it. But now so I am. Need, why do you need the red meat? You think because of the iron? You iron deficient? Yeah, I think so. So why don't you take um when I was pregnant, I my doctor prescribed me uh it's liquid iron. Okay. So you can get it at the whole at like a health food store or something because the iron pills never really absorb properly because I had such bad inflammation from my Crohn's disease. So uh. I would not get the vitamins and nutrients that I needed from food because I couldn't really eat fresh stuff because if I mm. ate anything that wasn't cooked, I would be in like horrific pain. Oh I remember my, my doctor telling me that if I wanted to have salad, I, if I wanted to have a salad, I needed to put it in a blender. Yeah, salad. I can't process salad very easy either. Do you drink? Like, can you can you blend stuff or like drink shakes or does that? Yeah, I can. I can. Actually, Tom, can you make me a shake? (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of shakes, (laughs) I would would eat anything today. Oh my god. Um, Yeah, no. I. I. That's why you know everybody would be like, "How are you just doing like protein shakes until dinner?" I was like, "Because of my stomach, better. It just feels so much better. Like I, I can have like the protein and like have the little baby bars, and then at night have my big meal and feel fine. But I obviously I work out so much that that's not." I can't it's if I want to see a difference. Yeah, I yeah. have to start eating. So I'm I'm trying to do that. Um, and then, of course, I'm going to Thailand. And I'm like, Patai, Patai. <laughs> I really wish I could come visit you. When are you leaving? Um, I leave on the 12th. My party's on the 10th. Danielle Harris. Um, I can't so. be there. Why? There, because I'm going to a concert, and there's oh. like there's so much stuff going on here. I've like every feel like every weekend in February, I've got shit going on. Yeah, no worries. Um, yeah, I'm going on the 12th, and then we start filming on the 16th, and then oh look at Cody got a haircut. Look at him. <gasps> oh, he's so handsome. Hi, Cody. <laughs> Hi, Cody. <laughs> um, and then I think I come back on the 5th or the 6th of March. Okay, got it. Yeah. So guys, we're gonna. My birthday is on the twenty first. How how are we gonna record? Are we gonna do like episodes before you leave, just so we make sure we don't miss a Tuesday? I think we might have to, which I'm so bummed because it would be such a beautiful like like beach vibe. To maybe we should just do one while I'm there, but I think we should. I mean, you're coming into town and we're recording. It's crazy, guys. Like trying to figure out our schedules. (laughs) You know what I was thinking? I was thinking that we should do all women guests for the month of February. All women had any chicks on. Okay, I'm down. Well, I've got, I like, I've, like let's I've get got our two. girlfriends on. You've got two, and then I was thinking <laughs> we can two. get some of our other like scream queen girlfriends to come yeah. on and, 
and dish with us because I know that I yeah. wanted them to like be our first guest and I'm sure they're like what the fuck they never ask us yeah you know we look at everybody else I was like let's do late let's have it be like ladies night ladies yeah. Tuesdays you know that, at least that for, sounds fun for the loving month of February for everybody ladies month for February I, I got your it. birthday present today in the mail what Look I got your birthday ex- present. Look at how excited I got. Oh uh, God, t- was, I'm very excited by it. So Tom to Tom you. wanted to get me a new computer. And I was like, no, I don't need a new computer. I just need to figure this out. Which, right, by the way, I think it might work because we, we got that thing to plug in straight into the router. So <gasps> oh, hopefully, good. guys, we don't have any mishaps here. Um, now that but David's any- not editing anymore, he's going to yeah. be like, of course, now you fuck you. I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I was, you know, I was trying to, because I'm gonna be gone and I don't know he might have a role in this movie I'm trying really really hard but anyways um I'm I was like all I want are sweats for travel I just want sweat sets for travel that's it I'm just tired of like I just I want to be comfy when I travel and when I see all these girls in like these sweats and like this, you want loungewear. I want just loungewear. You just want loungewear. You want cute loungewear <laughs> yeah. that like yeah. you just need a pair of really cute sneakers. Like that's what I do. Yes. I'll do like cute sweats with like cute high tops or something. So not like my dirty running shoes from being outside in the dirt. And like yeah. cute, you know, a little like sweater hoodie or something with a matching beanie like something where you look cute yes but you're comfortable yes exactly but I'm not a sneaker girl so I'm trying to find out what the trying fuck to find wear with your sweats why don't you I wear mean, like some cute I've, wedge sort of like high top like Nikes or something or like yeah Pumas, like guys or Vans why don't you wear Vans I don't know I've got to try them on I just haven't you know because like my height I've always wanted like some some sort of I've always worn so some boots for so long. I okay, just don't let me. Know. Can I recommend my favorite pairs of shoes? Yeah, they're called, sure. They're called, they're called Hookah. H O K A. Hookah. Okay. And they are like I have such horrible pain in my feet all the time. It mostly yeah. was when I like was you know got pregnant, or probably from like doing ballet bar classes and like not properly taking care of my feet after you know yeah um so I love their sneakers because they have these crazy art like crazy support there's it's like walking on a cloud but oh, what nice. I love is they've got hiking boots that are Ooh. like sneaker boots and they've Ooh. got a big like thick chunky sole so it gives you like three cool. inches but it's okay. like but it like it's like you're walking on air it feels so good on your feet and Ooh. they're super cute so I'll have to I'll have to send it to you um, okay I am, so I'm coming to LA so we can record. I'm coming, you know, then. So I'm going to give you your birthday present before you leave. Yeah. I, I have to bring it with me, but that's okay. Oh my I'm, God. Flying, I'm flying Southwest. I get is it a brand new bags. car? <laughs> <laughs> it is not, but I am jealous because I would want it, which yeah. is why I bought it for you. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yes. I only buy we have things for my taste. friends that I want. I love that. I love that. I mean, it was so funny. When I went to go visit uh, Danielle, I don't know if we talked about this, but. Uh, we went to the same store and we got the same exact jacket. (laughs) So now I know if I ever buy something, I know that you'll like it. Oh, yeah. For your birthday. So I'm like, okay, I know. I know what you'll like. So somebody. What I bought you, I have just just different. Oh, really? Oh, Oh, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Oh, yeah. So somebody sent me something pretty embarrassing and I was trying to figure out if I should share it or not. But I was like, fuck it. YOLO. Let's YOLO today. So back when I was a teen bopper, um, there was something called the Hollywood Hooligans. Okay. <laughs> and it was when my my mom 
And my dad wanted me to be the triple threat and they wanted me to sing. Yes. And I fucking hated it. I hated singing. I didn't mind like singing for an audition or for a movie role, but like being a singer, like that sort of vibe is like traumatizing for me. And so she would, they would take me to these showcases where we'd have to perform. yes. Yes. In front of people. And I fucking hated it. And like my heart was like, I felt like I was, my heart was going to fall on my asshole. Like, that's like how, like, nervous I was. And this was easy. Also, like, learning the songs didn't come really fat, like, easy for me. Going into the studio, like, if I didn't know my shit, like, it was just, like, traumatizing. Anyway, and my mom wrote my songs. Like, oh she my wrote my songs. And so she wrote this song. I think I said it in Tom just now. Freak Show. So if you guys would like to listen to it, here we go, Danielle. Oh, God. I can't hear you. Oh. They can hear it. Sound like Britney Spears meets yes. Avril Lavigne. That's and literally. That's literally what I was. That's literally like, what I was. You did this like, like very Britney. Like that. Like I can't even do it. I don't know what it is. Hello, like, Miss Freak. But it, it was like it was all nasally. Nasally, like I, yeah. I, I, I was not like a belter because I, I wasn't a singer. So I was like that, like Katie Rose, like vibe or like Avril Lavigne, like yeah, completely. Totally. And but so like, that, that sounds like something I would have heard on like a like a Disney movie. Literally, like a, like that's a, what like my mom was trying to do. Hotel Transylvania, or like, or like a cartoon, yeah. like something very kind Lindsay of Lohan, but like, yes, for sure. Oh my god, <laughs> that's good though. Watch now, you're gonna get like a record deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, my mom would be like, see, see. <laughs> You should have done it. You should have oh done it. Oh, my God. I, I think maybe it was the pressure of it all. Like, it didn't come naturally. Like, I mean, also, too, like, what came naturally for me in acting was, like, the depressing parts. Like, like you know? <laughs> yes, So I then do. when I had to be, like, cheery and, like, ha like, hey, guys, like, welcome to the show. Like, I just, yeah. it didn't click. I never had that kind of energy. No. You know, like, it was always sort of, like, Kind not down because I'm a very sort of le- I think more like level. I yeah. never had that like bubbly, like over the top, super like teeny bop kind of thing, which I think is yeah. why I always I always played tomboys or assholes. Yeah, yeah, or like tough girls. Same, you know. Same. Oh my God, we're, when we were, were the same, same age, when we were the same age, we would have been seeing each other all the time. I remember running into you at an audition here and what? there, right? I don't remember that. Tell me. I saw you, I think, <gasps> twice I've seen you at an audition. Oh, my you, God. We talked. 
What? Yes, I remember getting in the elevator with you. I remember even like what I, I don't know what the movie was. Was but this I remember after what Halloween? I was wearing? Yes. Oh, okay. I thought before. Oh no, it was after. Remember running into me after? Yeah. What was that for? I don't know. I was remember I was wearing a long black leather trench coat. I think it was like some matrixy sort of like mm. thing. Mm. Some weird. I remember it was something weird. But they were seeing like a lot of a lot of people. I just got an audition for the rookie um, to play a mom of a six year old, and I was like. Send this to Danielle. See, I was why like, the what? fuck am I not I getting like, those calls? What the fuck? <laughs> send it to me. I want to do it. I will. I like. I honestly, I will. I'll send you like whatever. I mean, it, I it don't lit- understand why I don't all, ever audition for anything. Well, because it's L.A. It's L.A. Oh. It's like local well, hire. So, what? so maybe that might be why. But I fly it lit- myself it, in just to get some TV cred, you know. It literally like I have to submit the audition on. It has to be turned in by Monday morning, and then the COVID test is that afternoon, and then it oh, films God. Thursday. Like okay, that, never fast, mind. That's why which I, has yeah. not been. I've never received that since I was a, a kid. Something that fast of a turnaround. Right, right. I'm like, wow, you really don't care who this mom is. You're going to be like ah, that one. Exactly. <laughs> and I was like, me, a mom to a six year old that's missing. Come on. Well. She's never saying never. I know, I know. That's why Tom was like, just do it. I was like, okay, I'll do it. But like, I'm, it, yeah. Most At least it's easy. Most six year olds by your age. True. And it I depends wonder, on what kind of mom she is. You know, I really wonder too, if like my whole persona and everything is going to change when I do have a kid. Yes. Yeah, completely. Yes. Like it's yes. going to be like mommy mode. I'm a mom. No, I think you'll, you mean for like audition purposes or character yeah. stuff? I yeah. think that you, no, I think you're just going to go in to auditions with more like, like, how do I explain it? Like more feminine power and knowledge. Okay, It doesn't cool. have anything to do with like, oh, now I'm in mom mode. But I think it's like as a woman going through the birth process of creating another human being, it does something to you. Like, mm-hmm. like you know, physically, like like there's stuff gets rewired and you could never, you're never going to go back to the other way that you were. So, I, I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe it doesn't connect. Maybe that's what postpartum, maybe there's issues with that after. I mean, mm. I don't know the science behind it, but I definitely feel like there's something that, that shifts when you're like, I'm a mom. I'm a mom now. So, I mean, maybe your roles will be tougher. Maybe you won't put as much, like, stress on yourself for stuff. Um, yeah. Because you realize hope kind so. of what's important. Or it could be the opposite. Like, I don't know. Like, if you're, you know, if you're, if you need to work, I, I mean... I don't yeah. know. I mean, I don't know if you if you're going to become more of a hustler when you have a kid because you're, you know, going to be like, fuck, I've got this other thing to take care of or. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that, I guess it's different for everybody. That's honestly why I've I just want all my ducks in a row before that day comes like a house is super important to me, like just to have all these things kind of lined up before we have a kid, you know. And as much like be as prepared as possible. I know yeah. you can never fully be prepared. No. And I don't expect that. But just everything that I I want to be prepared for in order just to know like, that your baby doesn't know anything. And exactly. You know what I mean, like, yeah, they're not going to know if you're in an apartment like you're not out on the street. Yeah. You know, they're not going to know that they didn't get that, you know, that onesie or weren't able to go to fucking gymboree or you know so yeah I think that you just do the best you can with what you have and no yeah. one's ever really really ready I mean I think marriage is harder than like motherhood for me I don't know oh, if really? other moms would agree but yeah I mean I don't know like I like 
I don't know. Like, it's easier to move on from things with your kids when they piss you off. Yeah, your, yeah, yeah. Than your partner, than your you partner. know. Yeah. So I think it's, um, yeah, I think it's, I mean, for me anyway, but my kids are still really young. So I'm sure people mm-hmm. that have teenagers would beg to differ yeah. at this point. At this point, they're like, I don't give a fuck about my husband or my wife doing whatever. I'm ready to kill my kid. <laughs> my kid's in fucking jail. Wait, did you ever tell me you went to jail? No, you never got arrested, did you? No, I just like when I ran away, I got picked up right. and got put By in jail police. for a second. Right. Oh but like, God. I didn't get in a sale a cell or anything. Oh my God, I've I I think I've apologized to my parents like over and over <laughs> about that sort of incident. I don't know what the fuck was going on with my brain, like why it was wired so differently when I was a child. I think it was just like a lot of like like we've talked about it, a lot of trauma that I was like just yeah. trying to program in my mind and what was right, what was wrong, and who was in my life, who was out. Like, I think I was just like very like, what's happening? And then, you know, I think also like being an actor and lying. Yeah. Didn't really teach me the right and wrong from not lying in my normal life. You know? Right, right, right. It was like, how do you like, okay, so you can lie and create this story here, but you can't lie about this here. It's I I think my mind didn't develop (laughs) Well, I mean, you were doing this before your brain was developed. Yeah, exactly. As was I. So I don't know. I'm curious to talk to our guest um, that we have, one of our guests we have coming up, which I won't tell you guys yet, just in case it doesn't happen. But one of our guests coming up. It's going to happen. In in February. um, She's so excited. I want to pick her brain a lot about the child actor stuff. And, you know, because she hit it big, big, big with her first thing out of the gate. You know, and I'm curious to hear her journey. My God, I was a fan of hers for so long since I I was a wee little baby. So I'm very excited about that. Fucking fantastic! So fantastic! I want her to be. I talked to her. I want her to be in something that we uh, that we uh, direct Uh, or star in. I'm like, girl, you're in it. You're in it. Um, Okay, amazing. This is great, y'all. All right, I wanted to. So I don't know if you saw our emails, but um, I did see emails. So I wanted to. Yes. Which one? Which <laughs> um, one? I was going to talk about the the update from our from our live yes. from our story last week. Yes, Daniel, so take I, it was, away. So what I was thinking is I'm going to read you guys the the letter that she wrote us first. So in case you didn't hear that episode and you're listening to this one, you're able to kind of follow along with what with what was said. So this was really intense. Um, yeah. And, uh, and um, um, yeah. So here we go. Hi, gals. My husband of five years has been talking to a 16-year-old transgender female to male for the last few weeks. He told me he was counseling them, and now it's turning sexual. They talk every single night on the phone and over chat groups. My husband is 38. What do I do? How do I go about this? Because it's not just talking to someone else. It's crossing a line. This person is 16. I saw a few messages on this computer talking about sex and porn. Please help if you can. Love to you all. Um, so we talked about it and um, I lost I my to, shit. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> lost it's my shit completely. It completely in, insanity. Yes. Um, but I am happy to report that we received this email. Let's go. And we, won't, we won't get into what we said. You can go back. You guys will go back to the last episode if you want to hear it because we talked about it a lot. So this was the email. Hi, girls. I greatly appreciate you answering my question last week on the podcast. And I also love how caring both of you were. Scout, I'm sorry for what you went through. I was molested as a child and it stays with you for a long time. 
So update is I confronted him and he said that I am attracted to them, but I promise I won't sleep with them. So I said, we're over and I don't trust you. And I left and I am now staying at my best friend's house until we are officially ending the relationship. Independent woman. Only one you. life. Thank you mm. so much. Good so, for you. Good, good for, for you. you. Man, I it's like, that. it's also, it's, it's, uh, I, there's been a lot of messages that I've gotten from a few of you guys out there um, about being molested as a kid and a lot of stories that you guys have shared. And I'm, I'm very, very happy that you guys came to me with it. And yes, you are all not alone and know that there are people out there for you. I, I do do strongly suggest therapy and work through that. I did it as a child into my teens, into my adult years, and it has really, really helped me. Um, that stuff doesn't go away. It'll never nothing go away. Nothing changes if nothing changes. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So just know that you're not alone out there. And thank you so much for reaching out. Um, On another note, we got um, another. So here's so that's the uh, um, the follow up. And Mm -hmm. then here's I have a question because I actually didn't know how to answer. And I thought. I mean, between the two of us, we can figure it out. Okay. So they would like to stay anonymous. Anonymous, please. Hi, ladies. I love you both so much. Every week I look forward to the podcast. You both are amazing. Thank you, girlfriend. My situation is I've been in a weird, closed, poly relationship for going on eight years now. He has another woman and both her and I are only with him. Within those eight years, I've had this secret life on my phone. I sext, I video chat, and on very few occasions met men who I've known long before my man and I were, before my man and I were ever a thing. I've gone as far as to leave the room for my mans to go into a video chat with another guy. I don't have feelings for these men. My heart and soul is with my man. He's my everything, but now my life on the phone has been exposed to my man and he no longer sees me as the woman that he fell in love with. First thing I thought of was sexaholics, but I don't know if he will stand by me when I go through that or understand. Did you go through SA alone or did you have uh, your other half support? Love you, it, does, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter um, if he'll stick by your side. Honestly, I think it's very selfish to ask for someone to stick by your side. You obviously need to go to Sex Love Anonymous. Um, You're an, not supposed to be in a relationship. Yeah, you cannot be in a relationship. Yeah, um, you got to take care of months or whatever something. Yeah, like you've you've got to take care of that stuff first before you can be healthy enough to be in a relationship. And I know it's like a struggle. I know it's really hard to like let go of someone that you think is your person. But if you ultimately want to be the best for them, because that sort of behavior is not the best for them. Right. And nor would you want that being done to you. You've got to go take the responsibility and the time to go work on yourself I had to do it I did it I got out of a relationship I was deeply in love with the person it was not healthy because I was not healthy the other person was not healthy and I stuck by a three-year you know sex love anonymous journey and now I'm in a relationship that I am like thank god I I did do that and and did work on myself you have to. I mean, I mm-hmm. think there's something to be said. I don't really know much about the poly world, but I don't know what that does to someone, to a woman knowing that your partner has another woman. Um, I don't I, I don't know. Like I watched that, you know, that show, um, 
what is that fucking show with Cody on um, the sister wives, you know? Mm-hmm. And I always wonder how. I don't I couldn't be okay with something like that as much as it, awesome it would be to have like a sister wife and someone to help out with just like life stuff. I don't <laughs> I don't know about you know how do you do that the next day? How does you how does your husband or your boyfriend go to bed with his other person and you're just supposed to wait? Like he has the best of but he can do whatever he wants with who he always has someone yet you're alone when you know your partner's intimate with somebody else in the other room or at their house or I just don't I mean I, that would fucking that would fuck me up bad. Yeah, I couldn't I, I could not it just it doesn't work for me. So I yeah. understand why you'd want to go have your own thing. I don't know. I wonder if those are triggers. I wonder if those, you know, those insecurities come up when you know he's with the other woman. Mm, but you're I wonder. eight years in, you know, that maybe you need to go. Because I know when I was in relationships where I wasn't getting what I wanted, um, I would not... I mean, Reach not out like, and go to well, other things. N- not when I was with a boyfriend. I never cheated when I was with a boyfriend, but it was relationships. When I was like dating and like he didn't call or he said we'd have plans on a Friday and then I was like, fuck this. Um, this happened uh, in a relationship that I was in actually and he, I was super into it and he was like, I think we should just, you know, be able to see other people. And I was like, okay. And all tonight I could think of I in will. that mo- tonight well, I will. That's exactly right. All I <laughs> yeah, could think you're... of in my mind was like, it's fucking on now, bitch. Yeah. It is so on. Yeah. I'm a girl. Like by the before by the time I leave your house and get back to my house, somebody could be there waiting. Yeah. So fuck off. Yeah. And I and I did it. I, I made a two phone calls and one came over and I was very honest about the situation. I'm dating this guy. He's not giving me what I want. I really care about him. I don't want any, I don't want to be dating somebody else, but I just want to have sex. And he was like, okay, cool. And that was it. And then I went out with him to this other guy, um, to a friend's birthday party. And the other guy that I was dating's friend happened to be there and went back and reported to him. Like Mm -hmm. I saw her there with this fucking, this guy and he freaked out. Freaked out. <laughs> it was like, he's like, you're there with some scumbag fucking dude. And well, like, you told me. Well, you're the one that wanted to see other people. Sorry it's... if I actually did and you didn't. But it's it, not it, really my problem. Yeah. But obviously that 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 sort of behavior, too, is like it's awful. Yeah. It's fucking awful. <laughs> Why would I? How, how could I ever like make multiple? It's like, well, if, if you don't if you don't want to be with me, fine. Bye. And then I'm comfortable and okay by myself. That is the goal, ladies and men. That is the goal. Yes. The goal is to be like, no problem. If I'm not enough for you, you, I will find somebody that that knows that I am enough and that will want to just be with me. And I'll go be with that person. So that's what you need to say when that shit comes up. Where does that happen because I, most likely that behavior is everybody's behavior I, I have not yes. I've never met anyone that is not like that so it's like where does that come from like where where is it that it just switches to like because I mean I talked about this all the time there was that video of the girls um little girls and they were asking okay run like a girl and they were like running really fast and then they were like okay um Uh, fight like a girl and they were fighting really really hard and then they did adult and they did you know they were like so so run like a girl and they were like making fun of it and then they're like fight like a girl and they were like ooh, 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 ow 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 
Wow. You know? So I was like, when where do does you, that who, switch? I mean, do you think <laughs> you don't see yourself as this like, powerful being? You don't. Relationships fuck you up. They yeah. make you second guess and think every. I, okay, I'm obsessed with this goddamn was, show on Netflix. I was second obsessed. guessing myself before relationships. I was like second guessing myself before relationships. Because, well, yeah, me too. Like wanting a boy to like me and yeah, knowing he I, he didn't look at me that way or that he just thought I was a friend or somebody else was prettier. Yeah. Or, now know. imagine oh, yeah. the internet and having TikTok oh, God, no, and no. all of that stuff and now being a fucking teenage woman no, or no. a teenage boy. Oh, no. my God. I, my insecurities were fucking shit back then. I couldn't imagine what they would be like now. And it makes I me had so like nervous. Punky Brewster and, and Small Wonder. Did you ever yeah. see that show, Small Wonder? Yeah. yeah. You did? Oh, yeah. my God. With Vicky the robot? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. I loved her. I wanted to be oh her. God, I wanted so to be on good. that show so bad. So good. Um, but I think it's relationships that, fu- that, that probably fuck you up. But I think that's a really good question. I wonder... What it is, what the what that switch is that at some point you you find yourself is it yeah. is it because it's not like oh I was in a, now I'm in a healthy relationship maybe it's just you you do the work and you find yourself in a healthy relationship with yourself mm-hmm. that allows you to have those boundaries. Do you think that this would be interesting if like in school like as young as like some sort of like some sort of like I, I just I, I don't know how how do we like make our kids like not self-conscious and not and like see each other Ugh. as equal like is there something that we can like bring into the school system to start at a young age that it's just like kind of continues on I mean I don't know I mean I wonder if it's just we're wired that way I mean I wonder if people that you know like 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 Hasidic Jews you know they very like they don't have TV you know what I mean there's like so they're not on the internet you know I mean maybe I'm sure now it's it's a little bit different than when I you know grew up in Brooklyn obviously but um but I think of or like Mormon or you know or Amish or anyone that's extremely religious that doesn't have the same freedoms Mm -hmm. um I wonder if they have the same insecurities in school if there's no outside influence other than like their sect essentially yeah I wonder. I, I mean, like fucking little Hawaii babies are like confident as shit, man. Like yeah, those little care. like they're they're like yo, what's up, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. like you know, like I'm just like Jesus. You guys are like confident little island babies. That's why I'm maybe always like maybe we go to Costa Rica. Man. Maybe it's in the water. It's in the fucking water. I so, know. As as I try to figure out how I want to raise my kid. <laughs> you know, you you something you can't figure out, and it'll yeah. change. Because yeah. your kid's going to require I Both my kids, I raise them the same, and they they have like ish, different issues. Yeah. And I'm doing the same thing for both of them. So I'm like, I can't. There's no like right way. I think each kid's in, independent. And if you have more than one, you're going to have to sort of be different. You know, they'll have different needs. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, so here's another question. That we got recently that I thought was interesting. Hi, Danielle and Scout. I'm a huge fan of you both and I absolutely adore your podcast. I can't wait to see you both on screen together again soon, hopefully. Yes. Mm -hmm. I was going to email a few weeks ago a question and I decided not to. And then I started watching Charmed while I was poorly and completely forgot that you both starred in it. So (laughs) I took this as a sign to write in. 
I'm 34, almost 35, and I've been with my partner for 11 years. At the beginning of our relationship, it was exactly what I wished for. We connected. The sex was great. We fell in love. For the past year, we haven't had sex at all. Yes, I know. A fucking year. I know he adores me and does everything for me, but when I ask him about sex, he says he has a really hard job. He comes home exhausted, which I understand. I've put on some weight since we met, so I think it's to do with that. I feel embarrassed to try and be sexy now. Please share any opinions you have. What would you both do? Hmm. Man, that's hard. That's yeah. really rough. I mean, that's like a similar situation that Tom and I went through in the beginning of our relationship where like the sex was kind of whittling down and, and he was working so much and it was really, really, really stressful. Um, but I wonder if it's, I mean, obviously, I mean, your your husband says it all the time, like to be able to take like, some pills and stuff for men, like maybe to like get up that sort of energy. Yeah. I know Tom looked into it. I don't wonder if he's working. It yeah, I mean, it depends on, I mean, how, let's see. They've married for a long time, so I'm assuming it's not someone yeah, that's, that's young. So hormones, you know, hormones are, are an issue. And, and maybe, I mean, start to take care of yourself. I think if you're saying you put on weight, so start to take care of yourself and love yourself more and then maybe you'll expect to be loved back the way you deserve to be because Mm -hmm. this, the excuses of I'm just tired, it's not, you're not tired for a year. Yeah. So I think, you know, you've got to not accept that if sex is important to you. Sex may not be important to you. I think it's incredibly important in a relationship. It's the only way that my husband and I connect on a level that I can't connect with with anybody else. Mm -hmm. So I think you have to have that. You are, if your sex life is vulnerable and you do have true intimacy, I think that... um, that it's necessary in in the relationship. Physical touch is necessary. You have to. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just part of human nature. So I'm more concerned about about that. It seems like you both are sort of unhealthy and a- allowing the other person to not give you what you need. I'm, yeah. I'm going to guess that he's going to say the same thing. And just right? and also like, like communicate. Don't just like let it be like, hey, I want to have sex, and he goes, I'm tired. Okay, like communicate like how you feel, your feelings. Like I mean, we were supposed to go tonight, um, or we were supposed to go do something with a group of friends, and I I went up to Tom and I was like, I was like, you've been working so much. I've been working. We've been off and on, and like I was like, our intimacy has kind of been you know not there, and I was like, we need to cancel time and just like chill and like not saying like i want to like fuck you and have sex i mean that'd be nice but like i just like we just need to be connected again like before could you you say that to him could you say i want to just stay home and fuck you and have sex and be naked and order in food and not do anything a hundred percent a hundred percent but for me it was like it was more of like i just like i miss like being connected because right now when we connect at night he's fucking tired i'm tired and i'm just like i you know it's just like we just need to like relax with one another and just not be exhausted at the end of the night and actually like enjoy each other's company rather than like don't talk to me pardon do you have sex during the day um not really I mean in the morning sometimes but not during the day like his this job is so stressful I mean yesterday he kind of like had a uh, we we kind of got into a serious talk of like what we want to do for our next steps and especially for him like should we go somewhere 
that you know for for his career and stuff like that so mm. there's a lot weighing on him right now and, and i completely understand because i and i was trying to explain to him too like i feel that too but just in a different way i mean i know it's great that i have like offers like that come in but it's not the type of movies that i just i'm excited about you right, know right so it's like we we both are in this sort of thing and i said why do you think i'm hustling so much like having all these writers write these projects or working right. on my tv show to try to get that work it's like because i'm tr- i'm trying no, it's, cr- it's it's yeah it's it's crunch time yeah so I, we're, we're both feeling it in this new year especially because our wedding's coming up next year and then we do want to have a kid and we do want a house so we're starting to have like that pressure and starting but i also you know i i that's why I talked to him and I was like, well, we just can't like let go of this, our connection and our, our, our togetherness while we're doing these difficult things. No, you can't. And it's probably really helped me also like hearing you and you talk about it and how oh, you yeah. guys communicate. Um, or lack com- thereof. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think communication is really, really key. As long as you like open that, that and you guys can talk about anything. That's the key. You can talk about anything. It needs to be that you can voice anything. Um, it's hard. It's hard to voice anything, though. You got to yeah. have the tools to like. Totally. You know, what what comes out of my mouth and what my husband hears are two totally different things. A good probably 45% of the time. Yeah. So it's very <laughs> difficult, you know, to to even though we've been together for so long, it's it's still it's a little bit easier for me to know where you know, when he starts fights with me or when there's issues, like I kind of usually know, like he's very simple. Like usually know like what, what pissed him off or what started it. And it's always nothing to do with me. Mm. I mean, Mm -hmm. most of the time it's something totally outside of our relationship or a thought that popped into his head or a feeling that came up and he was triggered by something that he probably didn't even know was going to be a trigger. And then I just have to sort of dig through it a little bit to, to either take responsibility or to go this is not my this is not on me and he's just gonna have to work through this not you know not take it personally but it's fucking hard man this shit yeah. is hard yeah but it's not but it's not impossible and it it's hard in a good way like I like the conflict sometimes because it makes us grow yeah I like the the I mean I don't like the fucking pit in my stomach yeah. You know, and knowing that, like, I <laughs> Who mean, doesn't? you know, makeup sex is good, but it yeah. isn't it. We don't really have it like we never have you ever had sex in the middle of a fight? You know, it's, it's, it's so weird because like that's all I used to do was mm. like like whenever we fight, like I would just like we would just fuck. You know, st- would you like stop in the middle of the fight yes. and have sex? Yes, oh. and then okay. it would never get resolved. So uh. I'm I'm really thankful that Tom and I don't do that because it it isn't it is another issue for me too because it's it was my sex love anonymous yeah, going just use your, your fucking your vagina to get over to it. End this, yeah. So it was the like there was so like ev- like Tom and I's relationship is so different than any relationship yeah. I've had because of my behavior, do my behaviors, find, my tools, you, uh, my stuff. It's all my stuff. Um, so I, I was thinking about this the other day because David and I were in a little bit of a tiff, you know, and then um, we hadn't had sex in, in a, a couple of days and we were not talking much in the house and it was very uncomfortable for me and I don't like to feel that. Um, and my desire to have sex with him because I was so upset with him was like at an all-time high. 
Really? Yes, which made me kind of take a step back mm. and go, whoa, these are still some mm-hmm. issues and some demons that I have because mm-hmm. I should be upset and I should be like working through my feelings and drawing boundaries and like ha- like figuring out how to communicate instead of going like, I'm just not going to talk about it, but God, I would love to fuck the shit out of him right now, even though oh. I hate you. Which oh my is God, like, I'm so happy that you like recognize that. It's oh my crazy. God, that makes me so happy like, that you recognized Whoa. it. And, yeah. and I didn't, you it's know, crazy. But, but I couldn't. I mean, and the same thing happened a couple months ago when we were in a tiff and I was like, I, I couldn't. I was, it was like, I remember sitting at the restaurant with him. We were just starting to kind of starting to get along again and being a little bit more affectionate and sitting at the bar and, and being like, wow, I feel like I'm on one of my first dates with him. Like the desire to, to Mm -hmm. the nervousness and the butterflies and the desire to kiss and the desire to like, I couldn't wait to go back to the hotel and have sex like that. I hadn't really been that way in since we were I mean it's been a while Mm -hmm. but I'm but I'm noticing more like these these things are coming up for me when I'm upset I'm wanting to numb the pain a little bit but also I really want to connect and I love my partner so it's like a little bit of both like Mm -hmm. old habits die hard you know Mm -hmm. Um, at least with that it's not like oh you know there's other people or whatever but it's like I still have those same intentions just with my person yeah so I've got to like figure out how to balance that I don't know so if I get beautiful. into it or not it's so beautiful know. that you recognize it though that's the fucking key I mean the, you know how like how much work it takes for somebody just to even recognize their their old habits to their new habits and right. and try to like figure out what works for you and the barrier and what bridge you want to cross and also like you know wanting to and then putting myself like in check and go, no, don't, you don't, you don't need to do mm-hmm. this to make it better. Mm-hmm. This is not going to make it better. It's not going to make it go away maybe for a minute, but you don't need to. So it's okay that you just go to sleep and don't feel bad about not being intimate because you know, tomorrow it's going to be even worse probably. Cause you yeah. have another full night of not talking about stuff. And then you're like, I'm going to have to talk about it. So you're like, fuck, I can't go another night. And the only way I know to get over it is either to have sex or to talk about it. Yeah. So you have to talk about it. Yeah. You have to yeah. talk about it, ladies you have and gentlemen. To. You have to. I know Tom and I recently went to bed not speaking to one another. <laughs> and We've all we, been there, girlfriend. We don't, we don't do good doing that, but we, we always end up coming. We, we get it resolved pretty fucking fast, pretty quickly. And I have to throw prop, prop, props to Tom. It's mostly Tom. We're, we're both stubborn. I'm a stubborn Pisces and he's a stubborn bull. So it's like... He he always ends up going, okay, come here. And I'm like, You no. have to. There's <laughs> gotta be one person in the relationship yeah. that does it. If you both don't do it, you'd have been broken up a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone's but gotta that roll is, over. That is my goal this year though, too. I I mean I'm journaling a lot. I'm journal I'm trying to journal Good. every day. Um I've got three different journals. <laughs> Good. Like, of course. This you one's do. for this one, this one's for this one, this one's for this one. But I that's my goal this year is to try to be the that person for Tom. That like, you know, just relaxes a little bit more when things get like not be as stressed, not be as like high heightened when things yeah. I don't understand or things right. like whatever. I'm just like I'm I just patience. am trying patience, patience grasshopper. Patience. Yeah, I'm trying to do get those tools that Tom provides me that I'm able to give to him. So it's it's yeah. always a learning thing. And it's it's like if you love your person so much, it's it's good to like, you know, always learn <laughs> do you think be willing patient, to learn do you think you're patient around me or do you do 
I make you, do you find you're more stressed out? Or is it not like n- either, neither or? Um, no, I'm patient around. I I think I'm patient around you. You're pretty like you're you're kind of like a positive bubble, you know. So it's there's nothing really that I, you know, um, yeah. No, I'm pretty patient around you. You have that sort of energy that it's easy to be patient around. And I think I don't know you and I. I feel like we we gel pretty balance. evenly. Yeah, we yeah. balance each other. Um, and we also listen to one another. Right. right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, sure. what do you need? Okay, cool. This is what I need. It's yeah, like very yeah. easy. Yeah. It's very, very easy. Um, I mean, I, I, I snapped a little bit at your husband, but, but then that's we okay. fixed it. That's okay. That's <laughs> Which okay. that's the, that's the goal too is like, like, you know, I, I love David and I think it's, you know, when we had that talk, it's like, it's really nice to like, wow, we should have talked a, like a long time ago. Yeah. You guys you know, it's to really to know each other. Yeah. You know? It's ni- it's nice because I, I know your husband as your husband. Right. Right. You know, you know, Tom as my fiance. Yeah. It's yeah, like, it's you, true. You, you guys, you guys don't really know each other yeah. other than that. So it's, it's nice to like see the person. For we should go. Person. We should go. We should go on a date with our with other person. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Just so I know, like what what you yeah. feel like, or like what they're like. Date, you know what I mean? Like yeah. out and about, because I know so much about Tom through you, and vice versa. And you're always so wait, like, are you wanting to swap your... right now? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Tom's like, <laughs> no, no, no. David would be like, um, are you sure you're okay with this? <laughs> oh my god, I'm funny. Sure That'd be fun. Oh my god, do you? Could you imagine, David? Oh, my God. No. If we swapped partners, my husband would be so fucking awkward. Like, yeah. Li- I mean, I don't. You, could you imagine Tom with like, I mean, for a weekend, so just weird. for a weekend. Just no, for, a for weekend. like, I mean, oh, yeah. It's like wife swap. Remember yeah, that swap. show? Oh, my we God. Should do that it. Would be we so should do funny. it. And, it's, and they would be like, and it would be exactly like the end of that show. We'd pull up in the limo. Yes. And we'd get out and they'd be like, thank God. God. I love Literally. you so much. Literally. Oh my God, I appreciate Literally. you. No, totally I feel like would. you and Tom would have a fun time. <laughs> I feel like you guys would be fine. I feel like you guys are like, it's, yeah, you guys would be fine. You guys would, you'd be working and doing you and then Tom would be working and doing him. Yeah, and you would much. be content. You both would be content. We'd be like in our, in our separate separate sections. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me, I need a little bit more TLC. So I'd be like, um, David, what are you doing? What's going on? And he'd be like, um, um, why are you in what are you my doing? garage? What's going on? Uh, do you need help? What's do you want to do something? On? Do you want to I mean, go Even when I walk in the garage sometimes or I walk into where he is, he looks at me like, can I help you? Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm always like, I'm just coming to get a soda out of the fridge. Like, yeah. can I, I'm sorry to bother you. Like, so. Yeah. No, I like that. Cause like even Tom, like when he's sitting in his room for too long, I just will go in there and I'll just be like, hi. Oh my God. <laughs> and just sit on his lap. And, but he's very like, okay, come here. You know, oh my God. Hug no, you David's not. He literally would look at you like you had like something growing out of your head, a third <laughs> eye or something. Oh man. It's so funny. Everybody's so different. It's so oh, crazy. It. All right. Oh, do you want to do a 911 call? Yes, please. And then I've got a little bit of um of a true crime story I'll share with you. Okay, cool. About. This this shit is intense, y'all. This is crazy. And I'm pretty like thrown that I even found this. Um, here we go. Let me turn this up. Let me I guess I should hold it up to here so you can hear it. <laughs> 
call him there. What's the problem with your friend? I need to know. Okay, I need you to calm down a little bit. They're on the way. Wait, hurry up! He's killing our girlfriend! Oh, it's the gorilla. Hurry up! They're on the way, but I need you to give me more information. Who's doing this? Who has the gun? The chimpanzee. Don't bring the gun! You gotta kill a chimp! What's the problem there? I need you to talk to me. I need you to calm down. Why do you need somebody there? What? Please, God. What is the problem? He's killing my friend. Who's killing your friend? Dead my chimpanzee. He's dead. He's dead. Why, why are you saying that she's dead? He's dead. He ripped apart. Uh, my God. Like, people that have these exotic animals... And, like, we were just watching videos last night of, like, this woman that was just, like, walking her cheetah. And I was like, just one wrong what? move, one wrong thing, and you're gone. Yeah. And it's happened. It's happened multiple times. Like, something just happened, and these, these animals scary. just snap. Yeah. I forget. I remember I, re I remember that story was, was mm -hmm. pretty big. Yeah. For a while. That was Did a while ago. Did she die? Too. She died, right? She died, yeah. She died. My I don't, God. I don't remember what happened to the lady, though. I wonder what responsibility she has. Did you see Nope? No, I haven't. Uh, oh, my God. Okay, you've got to see it. They, I think they took the chimpanzee. Talk to me about it. Tell they, me. They took the chimpanzee story <gasps> and made it like a chimp was on a TV show. And the chimp, just one of the chimps just snapped and like fucking killed everybody on the set. Was that like one part of the the movie? Or? Yeah, it was like a part okay. of it. It was like a, it was like a pass. Like you know, it was insane. It like the the rage that this chimp was. What it was nuts. You so have to see did, it. How did they reenact that? Like was it was it CGI? CGI. Was it, it yeah. Was all CGI. CGI. You, did yeah. it look? Did it look okay? No, it looked good. I was fucking scared. I was terrified. That was my favorite part of the entire movie. I was like, this is nuts. This is the craziest so is thing it, I've ever what seen. What is it about? Um, it's literally a it's it's about like an it's an alien um like alien invasion sort of thing. It's like a alien uh, thing out at this ranch and and um him I'm so terrible at explaining movies. Um him he works for like the movies and he's like struggling to like make ends meet and his his father died all suddenly on the ranch and then now he found out that there's like aliens living above the ranch oh god um so their their whole thing is to try to capture it on film okay so they can oh, make god. a bunch of money um but it's it's literally the phrase like whenever something happens scary your ultimate first thing that you say it is for me nope nope Nope. <laughs> which was amazing which nope. is so great and kiki palmer is like fucking phenomenal in it i'm i haven't been the biggest fan of hers um but this movie she's absolutely phenomenal great in it. you should watch it i think you enjoy it and so sorry y'all me explaining movies are t is terrible me too i wonder if it's a guy thing is it I don't know, like, guys can talk about movies and remember lines from movies and, like, God. recite shit that they saw God. 40 years ago. I'm like, I can't remember, unless I've said it myself on yeah. film, 
I can't fucking remember it. Yeah, and even I then, mean, I probably even don't remember me, it. even even if you were to ask me what the Little Mermaid is about, I'd be like, um, it's about a uh, mermaid. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, crazy. Well, I know. I can't explain it, which is interesting because I can I can break down the story in a script. Yeah, but I can't when I'm watching it. It's like I need to read uh-uh. it and do it piece by piece. Yeah, same. Otherwise, I can't. Um, Same. I saw. I'm looking at the name of the movie. It's it's Tom Hanks's new movie. Um, Otto. Uh, Otto. Um, Tom Hanks. Otto. It's God. Called... Tom Hanks is so great. He's so good. But there's been recently the roles that he's been playing. I'm like, what is going on? So this <laughs> one, it's a man called Otto. It's based on a on a book. Um, I cried <gasps> from the. Through the entire movie, what's Cried. it on? Ball. It was in the, I went to the theater. Oh, you went to. Oh, I yeah. haven't heard of heard of this. It came Auto. out right. It came, I think it just what? came out. Um, it. it uh, uh, so here's here's the what it says. It says um, when a lively young family moves in next door, grumpy widower Otto Anderson meets his match in a quick witted pregnant woman named Marisol, leading to an oh, unlikely yeah. friendship that turns his world upside down. Cute. So he's mourning the loss of his wife that died a year prior, and mm. he's ready to leave this earth and oh he, man he tries and just so happens that when he's about to succeed this new couple moves in across the street in this apartment complex and changes his world and it's i just fucking bald it was not what i thought it was going to be i saw the trailer and i was like oh this is this is cute this is nice you know it's a it's like a, a holiday movie like you know tom hanks you kind of can't go wrong yeah. and I, I literally walked out of there. I don't think I've cried that hard in a movie in a very, very long time. Really? And not, I didn't cry like at the, it wasn't like, oh, at the end I cried. Like I literally cried at about 15 different places in the film where I had like tears pouring out of my face. Oh, maybe we need pouring. to go see that. I wanted to go see The Whale. Um, I've heard, yeah, I hear that's really good too. Yeah, but maybe I'll go see that instead. We, we want to go see a movie tonight. If you need a good cry, I think that's, yeah. go see it. Um, yeah, The Whale, I hear, I mean, I'm hoping Brendan Fraser, like this is his comeback because Fuck I think yeah. he's so fucking fantastic and he deserves it and I'm ready. I'm ready yeah. for like how Travolta came back. Like I'm ready mm. for Brendan Fraser to come back. Yes. It's time, it yes. is time. Root for him. All right, do you have a true crime case? I do. So someone sent this, um, into us and oh amazing I was like i i'd never heard about this um excuse me because i pulled it off for a second while i i had moved um okay let me see please hold here we go please hold please Do-do-do-do. here we go um actually i'm gonna read this one instead because this oh. keeps popping up in my feed and and also somebody wrote in about it. The other one is is a very, very, very long story. It's about a serial killer from Houston in the 70s. Um, but this one is recent and it just it's 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 a little devastating. So um, I'm going to just read the article. OK, uh, this is from People magazine. And this is just um, about three or four days ago. Um, this article came out. So a Utah man who killed wife, five kids, was previously accused of choking daughter who feared he would kill her. Michael Haight's daughter, Macy, then 14, told police that her her father's abuse started in 2017. A Utah man who killed his wife, his wife's mother, and his five children before turning the gun on himself had been involved in two prior child abuse investigations before the murders, (laughs) the Associated Press and other outlets report. 
Police records associated with Michael Haight, I don't know if it's Haight or Haight, um, showed multiple prior allegations of violent or abusive behavior directed at his family. His oldest daughter, Macy, then 14, told the police in a 2020 interview that her father had been assaultive with her multiple times. Per Fox 13, she reportedly said that she was very afraid that he was going to keep her from breathing and kill her. The child also allegedly told police her father's abuse had started in 2017, according to the Associated Press, and those assaults involved various incidents of choking and shaking. In a 2020 police interview following the alleged abuse, he reportedly claimed that he had not attacked Macy. He did say that he that she was mouthy, however, and admitted that he'd grown upset with the teen. He also allegedly admitted to his to the police that he'd confiscated his wife's his wife Tausch's cell phone and iPad so he could monitor her text messages. He was hoping to track whether she was complaining about anything occurring within the household. She did not file charges against her husband for any of these incidents, though she reportedly told authorities that she had hoped being questioned by police would be a wake-up call for him. In a statement released Tuesday, the city officials said that 2020 investigation did not meet needed requirements to move ahead with prosecution. Uh, This release has resulted in inquiries as to policy and procedures adhered to by law enforcement in connection with these incidents. The statement reads in part, the Enoch City Police Department takes each report of child abuse and domestic violence seriously and thoroughly investigates each and every allegation reported. The Iron County Attorney's Office told the AP in a Tuesday statement that while their office had been contacted in 2020, they determined there was insufficient evidence to pursue charges. On January 4th, the police discovered the bodies of five children and three adults who'd been shot to death inside their home. Investigators determined that Michael Haight, 42, killed his wife, Tausha, 40, her mother, Gail Earl, and their five children he shared with Tausha, three girls and two boys ranging from ages four to 17. Michael then turned the gun on himself, Enoch City Manager Rob Dotson said during a press conference. Um, Two weeks before the shooting, Tausha had filed for a divorce from her husband. God, fuck. Um, They said that it was, the mayor said it was too early to determine for investigators that that was the motive for the killings. Um, You know, they also posted um, a few days ago an obituary for him that uh, was printed in the local newspaper. It sparked outrage after it claimed the 42-year-old father who annihilated his family was actually a dedicated family man. Oh, my God. Yes. So um, don't make me fucking vomit in my throat right now. I know. So somebody they took it down, of course, made it private. And then um, Shannon Watt, the founder of Moms Demand Action, it's a gun violence prevention organization, shared the obituary on Twitter before it was made private. And this is what it says. Uh, Obituary for the Utah man who fatally shot his five children. Um, mother-in-law and estranged wife. I'm not going to read the obituary because he doesn't deserve that time, but I'll just say that um, it says, uh, Michael, uh, quote, Michael made it a point to spend quality time with each and every one of his children. Michael enjoyed making memories with the family, end quote. You know, okay. We, (sighs) calling the police and making all these allegations or, or, or whatever, uh, calling the police and, and saying this happened, my husband did this, my husband did that. I think it's your responsibility, whether it's a husband or a wife, it's your responsibility if your partner is being physical or is showing that sort of behavior, it is your responsibility to get out of that situation, especially if you have children. 
too many times these, I know. these I think it's end easier up. said than done. Look what happened. I know. She, fi- I she finally it. had the balls to leave. She finally how filed many times, for divorce. How many times did it take? How many kids did it did it take to cry out for help? And before you can't tell ta- her you also mom can't tell me as a mother that you it. don't know what's going on. Like that's what I'm saying. A shame on the mom for not not listening to her kids. I mean, yes, kids can't know, do anything. But, They're underage. But, like, what are they supposed the to other, do? On the flip side, if she feared that he would do something to her children, if she left or told on him, he could be threatening her. You know, I mean, obviously he fucking killed everybody and her mom. Like, he's not of sound mind. So who knows what's going on behind closed doors? What he's saying? What he's doing? Yes, hundred percent agree. But there's it is no your responsibility there's no reason to that I would. I, I would not it. stay in fear. I would not stay in fear. I think oh. until you are in fear, you don't know. You know, it's like we always talk about, okay, if there's My someone broke into our this, house, would you this, hide or would you fight? Like, With what, you this know, case, there's too many red flags, too yeah. many signs. It's like we say that all the time. There's a red flag. There's a red flag. Get out. Get out. It's like, sh- sh- like that's, that is a different, like that's completely different. Like that, there was too many red flags for, for this couple that she should have left. I mean, she said, what, 2017 it started? Like, yeah. that's five years. That's insane. That is insane. But when she you should go have been gone, police, long gone. Like, the daughter went I get it. to the police but and the they fu- did nothing. I know, I get it. That's what I'm saying. But like, that's not, that's not, if we go to the police on our husband, but then we're going to allow us to live in the house with our husband after we just went to the police and said all this shit about him. I know. Like that just I seems. I know it sounds crazy, but I. I, can, I know, I, but I the, but this is what's going to prevent from this shit happening. You've got to li- leave a relationship. Women can do it as much as men can do it. If if you feel threatened, if your kill, kids feel threatened, and you've gone to the police and all this stuff, I think before it. But like, do you think that? There, I mean, I protect. think there's signs before you get married. Oh, completely. You've got. You've got to like. Like, I mean, got- I they're they're members of the church. They're Mormon, so I don't. Maybe it was an arranged marriage. Like, I don't. Yeah. I don't know the the specifics, but you know, and I, also they I, don't I believe just, in divorce. I'm like, putting my story, like my myself, in that story. If my child, like two, three, three kids, came forward on my partner and said all these things, so much so that we went to the police, I would be gone. Oh, of course, I'd be gone. Of course. Of course, I'd be gone. But, but but you're and not in that situation. No, so. I know. But I'm just saying, like, this is just my advice. If there's anybody out there going through domestic fucking abuse and you guys are staying, do not stay. Like, it'll only get worse. It'll never get better. That person needs to do so much fucking work on themselves. And why don't put yourself in that sort of, of situation? Of course not. Of course not. It's going to end up being your life or theirs. I just think, I just think like if she, she would have gotten out with her kids, if they would still be alive, you know, it's just like. I'm, I have to say I am, I am grateful in an odd way that the her mom was taken out as well during that because I don't know how a mom could bury her daughter and her her four grandkids I don't understand what it is in someone's mind if we talked about this before like partners man or female killing the people that they love and then killing themselves like what what is that in someone where you want to end everybody else because of the pain that you're feeling within yourself I mean 
your four-year-old. God, I'm just like, like what? I don't, I don't know. And how do you not see that in your partner? Like something like that. That's what's crazy. Like if there's no signs or anything, like this guy that just drove the Tesla off the fucking cliff to kill his entire family and they survived. Thank God. But he was, he was driving off the cliff to end their life. And when the woman said that there was no signs of this, I get that. If there's no signs, nothing, but I think Maybe there is just not looking. They're not looking. You've got to be, you've got to be smart out there. You guys, there's so much like mental health issues. You just you've have to got, listen to your gut. Yes. You know, you listen to know. that fucking gut. Listen. Yeah. Always listen. Just like me not meeting up with that man. At my grandma's That's right. house. That's right. You got to listen to your gut. Listen to your gut more often than not, y'all. That's right. Because normally it's it's like 99.9% correct. Yep. You know. <laughs> you know. You know. You do. You know. Uh, how sad. All right, girl. All right. I'm going to go. Um, um, have you ever seen the show BattleBots? My Oh my goodness! Wait till you have boys. You'll be watching all that shit. Is so it it's those, this, those machines that fight yeah, each other? They, yeah, oh. they make them. These like oh, okay. they like nerd nerdy groups that which are awesomely brilliant that make these like battle robots that fight each other and they're You're all going crazy, to go do so. that right now. Um, we've been doing it. David has been doing it with the boys all morning. They've been pulling out shit in the garage and making these things to fight each other. So that was what they wanted to do. I'm like, go for it. I'm gonna talk to my. I'm gonna talk to Auntie Scoop, and then y'all, you know, go get McDonald's and make your battle bot. So that's oh, what I'm I doing. love it. Oh, well, on that note, happy Tuesday, y'all. Happy Tuesday. Cody says bye. Thanks bye-bye. for listening, and all you are watching on Patreon. Thank you for your support. Mm-hmm. We love you very much, and um, we'll see you next Tuesday. Bye, guys. Bye. Murder in America is a true crime podcast that covers stories from all 50 states, including stories of mass shootings, serial killers, and lesser-known murders. Do you find yourself doing more research after listening to a true crime show? Well, Courtney and I used to do the same thing, and that's why we created Murder in America. Our podcast dives deep into each case. Our storytelling will make you feel like you're right there within the case with us, watching it all play out. And we do not shy away from the graphic details. If you're a fan of true crime, then listen to Murder in America on Spotify now. Every town has its dark history. Hometown Ghost Stories is a paranormal podcast that goes town to town all across the globe, exploring the world's most haunted places, tapping into the dusty archives and the darkest corners to bring you the most terrifying stories of real people and their harrowing experiences. Hometown Ghost Stories dives into the history of haunted locations and investigates why and how these places earned their terrifying reputation. Rob, Dave, and Jesse go live every Tuesday night after an uninterrupted documentary-style breakdown on the case, followed by an open discussion with live viewers. Subscribe today to listen to Hometown Ghost Stories on your preferred podcast platform or watch the video version on YouTube and now Spotify. Head on over to the Bloody FM Podcast Network and check out Hometown Ghost Stories if you're brave enough. (laughs) 